Uh, so we are continuing our, our systematic exploration of the Acts of the Apostles, and today we want to begin at the 17th verse of the fifth chapter, and it reads like this. Then the high priest and all his associates who were members of the party of the Sadducees were filled with jealousy. They arrested the apostles and put them in public jail. It's the third law of motion. It says, you know, for every action, there's an equal and opposite uh, reaction. Um, if I can pinch from that and turn it sideways, sort of. For every action that advances the cause of Christ, that seeks to expand the body of Christ, the kingdom of God, the evil one is waiting to thwart, to, to stand in the way. Uh, and if it's not the evil one, it's evil people. Doing whatever they can do to stop or reverse it. Uh, Luke writes that the movement was growing. People were responding to the miracles. The kingdom of God was on the move. And the text here says that the religious leaders were filled with jealousy. The religious leaders were filled with jealousy. Coincidence? I think not. Uh, the evil one is out to kill, steal, and destroy. And people either move by the evil one or the evilness in them is right there with them. Say that again. The evil one, Satan, the devil, he is out to kill, steal, and destroy. Tyra, and he is real. He is, he is, he is, and as I've shared with, with folks, and even uh, uh, Robert Parker, was, he was repeating it back to me. He said, Pastor, one thing that you've shared that I, I fully understand as we were speaking yesterday, pray for him even as he's getting ready to go under uh, to, to, uh, to experience radiation treatment. Pray for him starting tomorrow, as a matter of fact, for 10 days straight. So pray, lift him up in prayer. Uh, he said, Pastor, you have said on numerous occasions, the evil one is evil. He's not stupid. I said, well, at least somebody's listening. That's one. You know, that, 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 that's one. But there are evil people that are either motivated by the evil one or the evilness in themselves. A lot of times, you know, it's like, well, the devil made me do it. No, the evilness in your heart made you do that. You know, just give credit where credit is due. You know, it's like <laughs> uh, that they are right there. So this nascent movement was a threat to the status quo. This baby movement was a threat to the status quo. Um, let me go out on a limb and just tell you, uh, the gospel is a threat to the status quo. The gospel, I, I'm talking about the gospel, the good news, the birth, the life, the death, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, it's an affront. It is, it, it is disruptive. It disrupts families. It disrupts communities. It, it, I mean, it's, it, it's just disruptive. 
well, what did I do? I just preached the gospel. That's disruptive. That's all, that's, that's a, you, don't have to, you don't have to go out of your way to be obnoxious or anything like that. Some people do. But I mean, it's just like, but the gospel itself is an offense. It will, it will cause people, it forces you to choose. You have to choose. You just, the, the gospel, I'm talking about the real gospel, Sister Meeks. I mean, I'm not, I'm not talking about, you know, kind of that pseudo, make you feel good kind of, yeah, it's like, I'm talking about the gospel, gospel, gospel. You have to choose. You, you, you have to choose. I mean, scripture says, choose, choose you this day. Choose. You have to choose. You have to choose. You just can't kind of like slide in it. Well, you know, I just kind of, yeah, I'm around the fight. It's like, no, you have to say, I'm in it or I'm not. And it, well, I never said I wasn't. Well, that's saying you're not. If you're not, you, you, you have to, <laughs> the old song goes, you can't join it. You have to be born in it. You just, it's like, no, it's like, it's not a club. It's like, no, I give my life to you. Uh, okay. Remember in the fourth chapter, a little ground to cover here. Remember in the fourth chapter it was Peter and John. They were put in jail after healing the man. That's all they did was, <laughs> I just healed the man and then explained what was behind the healing. And that landed them in jail. So as Luke writes, this is, this is, this is the response by the, the religious folks. They were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the people, proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the, the, the dead. So they seized Peter and John, and because it was evening, they put them in jail until the next day. But many who heard the message believed. So the number of men who believed grew to about 5,000. Uh, we, we don't quite have that. Uh, Reverend Thompson was sharing the other day that, you know, we had almost 900 folks at uh, Easter in the Park last year. That's a lot of people. 5,000 is more than that. That's a lot of people. Hey, you preach the gospel, you, you explain things, and you get in jail, and guess what? You got 5,000 added to the rolls. I'll take that. <laughs> I, I don't know how many will be behind me. It's like, well, Pastor, you, you go to jail. <laughs> you go to jail. I'll send you a file and a cake, and, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> it's like, but it's like, no, I'm preaching the gospel. What, is, what, what, what comes of that? Jail. What comes of that? 5,000 people join the ranks. Uh, there was a tremendous response to the gospel message. So how did the religious leaders respond? Again, this is a little bit uh, recap. They called them in again and commanded them not to speak or teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, which is, which is right in God's eyes, to listen to you? Or to him? It's a trick question. Uh, you be the judges. As for us, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. After further threats, they let him go. They could not decide how to punish him, punish them because all of the people were praising God for what had happened. That's the gospel. That's the gospel. So Peter and John, they were released and they continued to speak boldly. But today's text suggests that not only Peter and John were arrested, but the other apostles too. They were all arrested. They were all placed in jail. So what's your point, Pastor Meeks? My point is, don't think that the evil one is like, okay, I, I took a run at you, uh, Pastor Nate, and uh, okay, you resisted me, and uh, that's like, okay, we're cool now. You think that's it, huh, right? I'm going to come at you once, and it's like, Oh, no, no, it's just, it's like, no, 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 no. It's going to be smooth sailing. 
Remember Jesus' encounter with Satan. Jesus' encounter with Satan. And after coming at him multiple times and being resisted each time, again, Luke writes, when the devil had finished all of his tempting, this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. <laughs> I just, I mean, it's just a text. That's why I'm just talking about the text. So, 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 so what will you draw from that? Okay, this is what I draw from this. You draw from whatever you want from this. So, 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 Maro, Kai, if, if you're not in a spiritual fight now, you got two choices. You got two choices. Either you're not in the fight, you're sitting on the sideline, it's like, I got him, he's in the bag, you know, it's like, it's nothing. Or a spiritual test is just right around the corner. Those, those are pretty much your only two options. There, there, there's, there's no third option like, oh, he's, you're good, you're golden. It's like, hey, you know, he ain't going to take a run at you. You better than Jesus? You better than Jesus? You can't, well, that's Jesus. Well, we'll get there in a minute. Uh, either you're not in the battle or the battle is right around the corner. And again, the evil one is evil. He's not stupid. He and evil people are looking and waiting for an opportunity to hit that nerve, strike that chord, or do the one thing that's going to trip you up. You know, it's that one thing. See, see, he, the evil one, well, I'll say it anyway. Uh, the evil one can come at me twice a day, every day, for 365 days, and say, you know what, I'm going to make Pastor Beeks an alcoholic. It ain't going to work because I can't stand the taste of alcohol. Yeah, I tried, just like you drink. It's like, no, 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 it's just like, oh, Pastor Big said, it's like, look, I'm going to go check your fridge and cabinet. It's just like, it ain't a thing for me. But I got a whole closet full of things that he can, he can, he can pick from. Oh, that ain't going to work? Let's try this. I remember when I was, uh, I had fractured my foot and uh, the, the, the podiatrist uh, couldn't figure out, they couldn't figure it out what was the, the fracture, if it was fractured even. And she's looking at the x-ray, looking, 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 and then she puts her finger right on that spot. And she said, does it hurt here? I don't want to like kick her in the teeth. It's like, what are you talking <laughs> Yes, it hurts right there, right there there that spot you know so forget your x-rays that's the spot there's it's broken right there it's broken so it's like oh I don't know how I missed it but I missed it okay we're gonna have to put you in a boot and we do all these remedial things and so so is what am I saying is the evil one knows exactly where to push push just, just, just he, he, he knows he 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 knows but we, as were the apostles, are filled with the Holy Spirit of God. Let me remind you, the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead resides in every believer. Again, there's, 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 two, there's two choices again. Well, Pastor Meeks, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just, something, something's amiss. One of two things. Either 
you have said some words and you attend worship or whatever, but you are not born again and you don't have the Holy Spirit of God residing in you. That's a possibility. Or the other possibility is you are living and doing certain things that, as Scripture lets us know, King James Version, quenches the Holy Spirit. You have locked the Holy Spirit in the basement of where you live. He's not in the front room. He's not in the kitchen. He's not in the areas of life where you have. He's like, it's kind of like down there in the basement. And I'll, you know, kind of like that little, that little uh, emergency box in case of fire, break glass is like in case of dire consequences, call on the Holy Spirit. So those are those are those are your 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 two cha- your two choices, um, but we have the Holy Spirit in us, and that's what emboldened and enabled the apostles to stand firm in face of opposition. And it's what it's the same thing. It will enable us to do the same if, as my seminary professor, you've heard me say it on numerous occasions, if we just give him a half a chance, if we just allow the Holy Spirit half a chance to rule and reign in our life. Uh, Give him a half a chance. But right now in the text, right now, right now, again, as I say about what we call Good Friday, don't hurry up and rush to Sunday. Deal with Friday. Deal with the fact now that the apostles are in jail. They don't know that they're going to be released. They don't know that. They don't know that. They can hope it, they can pray it, they can, they can expect it, but a lot of folks, you know, Paul prayed fervently, get this thorn in my flesh away from me. It didn't happen. So the apostles are in jail for doing what? For doing what they were called to do. Sister Jones, you do know that there's a cost associated with being a follower of Jesus Christ, right? There is a cost associated with being a follower of Jesus Christ. As I like to say, being a follower of Christ is just not fuel for our spiritual cars to take us wherever we want to go. I'll say that again. Our relationship with Christ is not just the gasoline for our vehicle to speed me on my way to do whatever it is I want to do. Uh, On the contrary, our calling will call us to do and go down paths we would never choose on our own. I don't think the apostles said, you know, they said, you know what? I said, well, let me just, just, you, one theologian said, one theologian, Back in seminary, I read the greatest proof, the greatest proof besides all of the history and what it, the greatest proof of the veracity of the gospel is the behavior of the, his followers after he was crucified. After he was crucified, well, the leader's gone. Well, let me, let me go fishing, which they did. But after the Holy Spirit fell, the Holy Spirit filled each and every believer, they were changed. It's like, who does that? Who, who will continue to, to preach the gospel in the face of opposition, death, and imprisonment, and death? Um, there was a life prior to G- encountering Jesus, and now there's a totally changed life after. And it wasn't because of a lack of persecution. It was in spite of persecution. 
um, in what is supposedly believed to be uh, Paul's, uh, Apostle Paul's final letter, he writes to Timothy, he reminded him, everyone who wants to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Everyone who wants to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Here's your homework, uh, Erica. Read the third chapter of 2 Timothy. Read the third chapter of 2 Timothy. That's your homework. Read the third chapter of 2 Timothy. Um, I empathize and I, and I can relate as much as I can relate to the apostles being in jail. What did they do? They preached the gospel. They did what they were called to do and it resulted in them being placed in jail. But let me just say this, never forget, God knows exactly where you are. I don't care what zip code you live in. I don't care which, which address, your house, your, your, the issues of life. God knows exactly where you are. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail and brought them out. Go stand in the temple courts, he said, and tell the people all about this new life. This is so much. I mean, just, I'm cutting across the field. Messenger opened the door, led them out. He didn't say, okay, next time be more careful. You know what? You know, maybe you shouldn't have said that in that meeting. Maybe you shouldn't have been such a bold witness at that time. You know, maybe you, know, you, know, you need, maybe you need to hold back a little bit. No, what did the angel say? Go stand in the temple courts and tell the people all about this new life. Well, I was doing that and it landed me in jail. So what are you saying? <laughs> I don't want to read anything into the text that isn't already there, but I focused on the word new. Go stand in the temple courts and tell the people all about this, not just life, new life. Uh, our transformation, being born again, confessing, accepting Christ as Lord and Savior. This is the new life. Um, as I've shared, it's, it's good that I don't do certain things that are not God-honoring, you know? It, there are certain things that just flat out don't do certain things. It, you know, it's, 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 it's God-honoring, but it's even better that I don't have the desire to do the things that I would otherwise want to do. That's transformation. That's a new life. It's one thing because, as I said, for 30 seconds, I can, I can, I can be okay for 30 seconds. But what about the 35th second? What about tomorrow? What about next week? What about when uh, someone pushes that fracture on my foot and, and just pushes that spot? It's like, okay, well, I'm not going to say anything, but I want to say something. I want to give them a piece of my mind, but I won't do it because I love Jesus. Uh, you know, it's like, that's, that's nice. That's good. That's good. But what if the desire isn't even in you to want to give that person a piece of your mind? That's transformation. 
that, that's transformation. That, that's when, again, listening to the Holy Spirit. I won't repeat the story, but you heard it before. There are times to speak and there are times to shut up. And then, and, and then you know when to shut up when the Holy Spirit says, shut up. Our faith is not a polished version of our old self. Our faith is not a polished version of our old self. I just, uh, you know, just let me just let me give it a little spit shine and, uh, you know, it's, it talk about new wine and old wineskins. I mean, it's like for, for the longest, I couldn't, I couldn't really like wrap my mind around what was being said, but I get it. It's like why it makes no sense to pour new wine in an old wine skin. It's like you need a new wine skin for new wine. So we are born again. It's not a polished version of the old, but completely new. I'm closing. Verse 21, A. At daybreak, they entered the temple courts as they had been told and began to teach the people. Angel said, go to the temple courts and speak about this new life. What did they do? Exactly what the angel said do. I know this is this is incredibly profound. I was just sharing. Uh, I was just sharing with our AV crew. Thank God for you, the AV crew. Thank you so very much for all you do. I love you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate your faithfulness. I said, but uh, in ministry, in our relationship, in everything that we do uh, related to the cause of Christ, ninety nine point nine percent of the success is just showing up. Just be, just, just show up. Oh, uh, you know, they didn't, they didn't ask. He's like, he's like, speak about, speak boldly about this new life. Well, what do you want me to say? It's like, I know, I know. This is, this is not a detailed dictation of well, the conversation between the messenger and the apostles. But trust me, it's like, just show up. Go down to the temple courts and start speaking. Speak about what? Holy Spirit will lead you. Holy Spirit will fill your mouth with what it is, uh, what it is that needs to be said. See, 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 see the, the boldness of what the way they were able to operate in face of opposition had everything to do with the new life that they had and the Holy Spirit that resided in them. I know, I know. We can get caught up, Pastor Campbell said a uh, 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 long time ago, probably 20 years ago. See, the problem with Christianity, modern Christianity, in many instances, we've learned how to be Christian. We've, oh, well, we, we know, you know, like as we do, we, you know, when we read scripture, we'll stand. When, and, you know, when we sing, we'll do this. We do, we, we've learned certain rhythms. But when it's in you and it's a reflex reaction to whatever situation that comes up, it's like, I don't have to think about it. I know what to do. I just, I, I, oh gosh, I just, here we go again. Uh, it's, it's, there are certain times in my life, you've heard them, that certain times, I'm not even just talking about the passing of our youngest daughter. I'm, when, when I get the call, it's like, okay, I heard the bad news. I heard what's going on. What's my response? Drop to my knees and start worshiping God. I understand Job. I, and he's like, look, all hell broke out in your life. 
and why aren't you on the phone calling State Farm or, or whatever the equivalent is? It's like, I lost my camels. I lost my children are dead. I just, my, my house is gone. He's like, let me call, let, let me call whatever that guy is on State Farm. Let me call, let me call him. No, let me drop to my knees and call him. We have to step away from what we've learned and allow the Holy Spirit that is in us to lead, guide, and direct us in the way that he wants us to go. Otherwise, it will just be rote behavior. That's why, again, I, I, am, I am done. Let me just shut this thing down. Uh, is is that, 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 okay, so that's why... Nobody here, nobody here other than John King, he just looks at my, 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 my text and like, well, no, I'm not, not going to respond to that. That's only John. That's only John. Only John does that. I love John. He doesn't, I'm using him as a joke because he doesn't do that. Do you, John? Okay. I'm just asking. 100%. Everything that, again, I'm, I'm, I'm looking down the road, round the block, and down the corner. I, that's, that's where I'm looking right now. When I ask, or if I suggest, or if you, if you would just do this, it's not for me. It's for him. And it's for you. Because there will come a day when... I won't be here, but you can then fall back on it. It's like, oh, yeah, pastor did talk about this, that, and the other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I, I know when opposition comes, the first thing we ought to do before forming a committee is pray. Yes. We, we need to pray. We, we need to pray. I'm done. I, di I didn't know. I did not know. Thank you, Team Bridges. I didn't know. I didn't know. Caitlin reminded me during uh, fellowship time. She said, Pastor, you know, as we announced $10,000 being received for our HVAC project, uh, she said, uh, Pastor, just so you know, we were praying Friday night that God would send some money for our HVAC. I know you all could say, well, you know, the check was already in the mail and it was coming anyway, whether they prayed or not. Fine. Believe what you want to believe. Yeah. Just take, take, take your beliefs and go on, go on about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but just like the, the believers were praying for the release of the apostles and they were at the door knocking like, let me in, let me in. I'm already here. It's like, well, no, wait, wait, wait. We're praying for you to come in. Uh, we're praying for your release. It's like, I'm here. I'm telling you, I did just Aaron get on board. I'm telling you, we're going to get an HVAC project done. Yeah. We're going to, and, and that is just, just like Nehemiah's wall. All that is, it's like, it's just HVAC. It's just a wall. It is a spiritual stand in for the building and rebuilding that God desires all of us to experience. So there's a lot of HVAC projects in your life that needs restoration. I'm just saying what I'm saying. How do I know? Because I know. And he's like, no, you can use some heating and cooling. Yeah. You, 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 you can use, if I can use Nehemiah, you could use a rebuilding of the wall. 
But if we keep looking, well, it's like, okay, we get a brick, put a little mortar on it, let them do this and do this. It's not about building the wall. It's about building the wall spiritually. And that's where we have to, it's like, God, give me the wherewithal, the insight, the, the, the wisdom to see your faithfulness as you take us through this journey. God could have immediately, oh, I'm going to free you from Egypt. Three days, you're in the promised land. I don't even have to deal with your, 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 your hard-headedness and your hard-heartedness or anything like that. But I'm going to take you through and see how you're going to respond, which I already know how you're going to respond, but I want you to see how you're going to respond. And 40 years later, after everybody had died, now, you, now your kids and your kids' kids get to go to the promised land, but not you. What am I saying? God is taking us, City Church, through a process. And I don't know where they, it's been 12 years. It'll be 12 years, February 5th. But, 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 but again, Reverend Thompson, I keep saying it, and I, you get it. It's, the, 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 it's not the bunny. As much as I like Aaron in a bunny, foot, bunny suit, it's not the bunny. It's not the bunny. It's about the lives that are reached through the bunny suit and through the Easter eggs. And through the, the paint, face painting, because we would otherwise not ever have the opportunity to touch them. Well, how come we don't have 900 people? It's like, it's not about that. The transformation is about you. You are the one being trans. You don't worry about that. You are the one that needs to be transformed. You need to. I, I, Erica said, it's like, Pastor, I miss, I miss uh, family night. I was like, oh, I like kind of I don't because I I don't want it to be what it was like at Southside Park where Sister Meeks and I staring at each other on a Thursday on a cold Thursday night what do we what do we and then as I said as I said as I said to Sister Meeks then and I say now honey what are we doing here and that wasn't well why are you doing no 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 it was bigger than that honey what are we doing here why are we here and it's just us. It needed to be just us because of me. It wasn't about you at that point. It's about you now, but. Uh, <laughs> but it's the transformation that has to take place in me. It starts with me. It starts with you. You head of the family, you, 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 you spiritual leaders of your family. The transformation, well, if I just had a wife that would, no, no, no. It starts with you. It's you. It's you. Well, if he just did this, if she did that, it's, it's like, no, no. It's like, the call has been made. Go out to the courts, preach boldly. The, the, the apostles responded. They did exactly what they were called to do, Tyra. They did exactly what they were called to do. And the, see, now, uh, spoiler alert. Now you think, oh, well, it all ended wonderfully, and they were able to retire on a desert island, and they were able to do travel, and they, had, they were able to bounce their grandkids on their knees. You know that none of that happened. They were persecuted. They were killed. They died a martyr's death. Well, pastor, that's why I have spiritual alligator arms. Because I know if I reach out and grab that thing, that, 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 that I, I, I know that it, 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 boy, it, it, it just might, it might, it might kill me. 
Let's pray.